Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. Yes. You betcha. Hello, everybody. We're back. And it's good to be back. We haven't been on, on in a while. Yep. It has it has been a little bit. We've been busy, though. There's yep. been a lot of shit going on. A lot of... A lot of things, a lot of ins and outs, lots of things going on. We're living in the future, folks. Exactly. Yeah. The future is here. But, you know, I sometimes I find myself thinking, the future ain't what it used to be. Me too. It isn't. You know, the future used to be... Futuristic. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be like, man, the future. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh. Yeah, we're living <laughs> in the future. Yeah. It's mm. still futuristic. Yeah, it's pretty futuristic still. It has its moments. We're coming at you live from the future and from the past and from the present. And it's just a gift that we're giving you. You can't see us. But, but we are here. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So what's been going on? Well, we, play, what we, uh, we played Homer's Backyard Ball um, on Saturday, last Saturday. Yeah, that was a hell of a lot of fun. Yep. <laughs> it was, man. You know, I was... I had never heard uh, the damn quails, and I really enjoyed the damn. Quails. I was really impressed. With <laughs> they those were guys good, too. weren't they? Yeah, they were good, man. They put on a hell of a show. Yeah, man. It was uh, it was something to behold. Where are those guys from? They're from Oklahoma. Mm, I think Norman. from Norman. Yeah, yeah. Norman. I saw them set up once at the Mercury Lounge in Tulsa, but I didn't get to hear them because I had to leave. And yeah, I saw the guys' uh, Oklahoma fucking Homa shirt. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, those shirts are available. At the Mercury, Mercury Lounge. Yeah, that's right. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma just got hit with a fucking tornado pretty bad. A big one. EF5 on the what, what have you scale. Yeah. Yeah. So you were there. In 99. ET back, back in 1999 whenever that yeah. tornado happened. I tweeted accidentally a mistake yesterday about 98. 98. That's at Eric Gitar on Twitter. <laughs> Got to follow him, bitches. But it's been a, it's been a lot of years and a lot of miles since '99. And a lot of people. Speaking of Twitter, a lot of people um, text or tweet me trying to get a hold of Starfire, and I'm I don't know if that's because people aren't aware that Starfire has his own Twitter, and you should probably uh, plug that for him, Starfire. Well, you know, I I need to get on on the damn thing and and, and tweet more. What you need is a smartphone. I think that would fix it. If you had a smart, if you had a smartphone, I think you would do more tweeting. Yeah, man, come on. Yeah, it's I, time. I tend to tweet whenever I'm sitting at home watching like daytime TV, and so I tweet about uh, like Steve Harvey and and you know <laughs> and uh. things like that. You know, but every now and then, I uh, you're right. If I think if I had a more futuristic right cell phone. I'm not quite living in the future you guys are living in. Right. No, you're living in the past. So I'm looking at this future, and I'm like, wow, man, I don't know. This future's kind of... Hey, man, jump on board. You're going to like out. it. Kind of far out. So I'm like, I have, it's like I have one foot in, you know, yeah. testing the water. Yeah, just put dipping a toe in, mm. so yeah. forth. Just seeing what it's like. I don't blame you. One of these days, I'm going to die. It's like a big fucking cannonball, and I'm going to have a more advanced fucking cell phone than you guys have. Yeah, we won't even be able to see it. It'll just be implanted in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, you guys aren't on Insta, Face, and Twittergram? Well, uh, uh, w- w- what's up? You should get on there and uh, you should Insta, Face, tweet me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be pretty sweet. Insta, Face, tweet me. 
Patent pending. Cop, copyright. Right. Patent pending. Insta face tweet. I love. Uh, I love the. I love the social networking though. I have. Well, I have a love hate relationship with it. Yeah. I feel obligated. I'm just not very good at it, but I'm. I'm not like the most, like outgoing social guy. You know, I like I have a close group of friends, and I'm I. I don't really talk to a whole lot of the people, so I guess I'm the same way on. The the Twitter gram. See, yeah, I think that I'm. I would be like that if it weren't for the fact that I feel like I have to for promotional. Right. For promotional shit. You're you're good at it, and you have thousands of followers right. because of it. Just thousands of legion. Mm-hmm. Legions of followers. Right. Which is, you know, I mean, that's, like you said, that's good for promotional mm-hmm. things, and and uh, I I get it, you know, and I, I like seeing the all the pe- people who are telling me what's going on. Right, yeah. I just, you know, I have pictures of my garden and uh, stuff like that, so I don't have a whole lot going on. You know? Well, I look at it different. I figure since they started following me, all my 45 fo- followers on Twitter... That I'm their leader. <laughs> and I've got to take them places they've never been. Well, see, I, I look at it the other way. Like, I'm trying to follow a bunch of people so that I don't get lost. Right. Right. Okay, I got But you. you have to watch who you follow. Yeah. They can take you off the path quick. Oh, yeah. There, there have been times where I was following someone. I said, I'm not following this fucker anymore. Yeah, yeah and that's a good idea. I do that quite a lot, actually. And well, then I'll come back. I learned that when Facebook came out. I got all these friends, and I was like, "How do I, how do I get that fucker off here, man? I don't want to be mean <laughs> about it, but God, I'm tired of his shit and listening about his cantaloupe that he's growing." And hey, I grow my cantaloupes for myself, and if you don't want to look at pictures of my cantaloupe, <laughs> well, you know, it was those kind of those kind of people on Facebook. It was like uh, I don't need the play by play of your everyday yeah. life. Well, and I think that's that's and it the drove thing. me away from it. I just couldn't. That's the thing anymore. where I'm kind of I am interested in you know, I guess the play by play of some that some people you know tweet you know a bunch right. of silly shit and it, and it's it's interesting to go and like read it and see like oh you know this motherfucker's doing this and that's kind of cool. Right. See, like I get up in the morning. Look at my phone. I'll check the Twitter. And like today, I checked the Twitter when I woke up, and it turns out Brian Erlacher has retired now, which it's a horrible day in Bears football. So he's not, oh, I was going to say, so he's not making records anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucking with you. No, I know. But- if, if I'm, a, I'm a pretty <laughs> avid and uh, enraged Bear fan. If, uh, you know, the podcasters don't know that. I talked to E.T. this morning, and he said, yeah, Charlie's pretty upset. (laughs) Erlacher retired. And there was a big pause, and I said, well, he knows it's just a game, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I said, he'll get over this. Yeah, It'll take a few days, but he'll get over it. I'm already over it. I think that seeing him in another uniform would have been worse than Oh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? It would have been terrible. It would have been terrible because when they do that, it never ends well. No, it doesn't. Never ends <laughs> now well. Now he can go on to open uh, a steakhouse in Chicago yeah, Brian or Erlacher Steakhouse. Yeah. Or yeah, Erlacher, you know, gym or something. Or, oh, I bet he's going to be an ESPN analyst. I bet he would be too. Or yeah. another thing that I've thought about is, uh, you know, a couple years from now, him being like a positions coach, like a linebacker coach right. or something. Or like could, Singletary's a linebacker coach for. Well, we could send him a job offer. We need a roadie. Yeah, I bet he could really load some amps in and out of a van and into. Oh a yeah, venue. 
Yeah. Like quickly. Yeah. Be like, hey. Erlacher, load them shits. <laughs> Move that base amp. And he would actually be, he would have Move. to he Move. would have to be the road manager too, because people would be really intimidated by him. Yeah. You know, like when he goes in to get paid and he's like, I, I think we deserve a bonus tonight. Yeah. And, and you guys like, sounded like, really good tonight. Yeah, and they're like, Yeah, Brian Erlacher, you do deserve a bonus tonight. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have to put a gun on the table at the end of the night whenever right. we're settling up. We could just say, Hey, We've got uh, we got Erlacher back here. Yeah, exactly. Give us our money. <laughs> he's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> that would be good. And you know, he's from he's from Texas, I believe. I mean, he played in New Mexico, but I think that. But he, he lives in Denton. No, he doesn't live oh. in Denton. That, God, that'd be great. Well, he'll move here. I bet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you should. I mean, this opportunity, you know, to go on the road with the band. Right. Set up a Craigslist ad, then email it to Erlacher. And, uh, you know, just kind of feel him out and see what he says. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we give him, you know, 10% of merch, <laughs> you know, and, and he'll be good. Yeah. He's made his money. That's a hell of a plan. I think he might like it. I think he would, man. He might have just, a good time. Yeah, I could see him, though, like, on the road, you know, there's not a lot of time to work out. I could see him just putting on a lot of weight. Yeah. Just because drinking beer and telling loud, nasty jokes. And, yeah, yeah, but we're just going to have him. He's going to be lifting amps like crazy. That's true. That's true. Actually, we'll have him, like, do double. Like, you know, just keep right. keep doing it for his workout. Carry right. this amp around the venue about yeah, 10 times. Exactly. And then put it behind the stage. Start having start having him do wind sprints and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> or just have him say, no, put it over there. No, that don't look good. <laughs> Put it over here. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like that. Put put it over there. Stage right. Yeah. Could you go back to the van and get that other one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put that one up uh -huh. and go get that other one. And say, hey, hey, Eric, what do you think? I don't know. I I kind of like this one here, but dude, could you go get me a beer? <laughs> a case of beer. Yeah. Er, yeah. Erlacher. A keg of beer. We we'd be like from the stage, you know. Hey, Erlacher, could bring around the beers up here? Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. I don't know, man. He, you never know. Did, so he retired. Did he put out a press release like saying where his steakhouse was in Chicago? No, or? but check this out. This is how things have revolutionized. He didn't go to the Associated Press. He didn't do shit. He tweeted his retirement. Ah, It's the tweeter. Yeah, it's, it's a Twitter nation. Yeah. He it's tweeted the, his retirement. That was his statement on Twitter. That is... The future. That is the future. We are, we are the future. We are the world. We are the children. We are the future. Exactly. That way he didn't have to give the scoop to some, some you know, fucking weird ESPN analyst or reporter, journalist. So, have you, did you watch the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction shit that, the, that was the other day? No, I didn't. It was fucking badass. And I was telling Eric about this stuff earlier. And I. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was telling Eric about this earlier. One of the things that I forgot. So they, they had so many cool people on there. I was well, amazed. Well, who was being inducted? It was a lot of people. So I, I tuned in and they were inducting somebody. I don't know. It was just on. And we were like, hey, let's watch this. You uh -huh. know? And then it ends up being on for like three hours or three and a half hours or something. A very long time. And I could not turn it off because every fucking act was insane. One of the ones I forgot was Quincy Jones. Quincy? Quincy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard, man. 
Yeah, Quincy Albert King was one. Ooh. And uh, John Mayer was there doing that one, which was, I'm not a big fan of John Mayer, but he had an electric guitar and was playing these. It was a flying V, right? Yeah, these fly, yeah. Uh, these stylistic licks of B.B. King and Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and Albert King. Like, right. Like, it was really cool. It was, right. I was, I was just digging it. Every act that came up, Heart was another one. Ooh. Heart is one of those bands that you you hear on the radio, you know, and you're like, yes, everybody knows the songs. But whenever you see videos of them, man, they fucking rock. Yeah, I was telling Starfire this morning that I have a DVD of them in concert. Oh, my God. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Those girls are good, man. Yeah, Nancy Wilson can play the guitar, man. She And, and the other one, uh, Ann, Ann Wilson, she can fucking sing. Like, they're just amazingly talented it, last year i think it was last year that they did like leon russell tom waits in the same year uh-huh i saw that one and it was badass and they did um era or not Aerosmith, um gnr guns, guns, and, roses, guns yeah. and roses and axel didn't show up randy newman was oh really this year yeah that's and he, awesome he talked about how it's this was the 20th year that he's been eligible to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. And he just figured that they would induct him once he died. And then <laughs> he played this song that's called I'm Dead But I Don't Know It, you know, and it was he was fucking badass. He's they showed a lot of old footage of him and some of his uh you know, he had some great tunes. Yeah, dude. I, I know you're a big fan of I him. I love man. Randy Newman, dude. I've always wanted to Cover Old Kentucky Home, that song has, that, you know. Turpentine, dandelion wine, I'm turning the corner, I'm doing fine. It's yeah. a great song, man. Yeah, he he was awesome. Uh, what, what was another one? Uh, Donna Summer, which uh, I'm not a huge fan of disco and all that shit. Right. But that bitch could sing, man. Yeah. yeah. She could really sing. And like, you know, had had a vision for music that, you know, is not... My thing, but she she was into it and right, like, yeah. did her thing, and I I didn't know that much about her, so it was kind of cool to see the whole yeah presentation on it. And uh, they had her husband there. She just passed away like last year, yeah. Right? And so her husband was telling a really heartfelt bunch of stories about her, and it was really cool. That's cool. And you know they do the whole in in memoriam or whatever of all the people who have passed away, you know, and that. That's one of those things that you're like, man, I didn't know that dude died, or like, right. you know, that kind of shit. That I wonder if they ever did they ever induct Levon Helm individually into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You know, like outside Without, of the outside band? of the band? I don't know because they should. It was well, like with Albert King, they had his daughter and granddaughter there to to get the th- I guess they do that a lot, you know, get the family there whenever yeah. they're dead. So I don't know. There so I'm trying to think of the other ones. The last one was the best one was Rush. Oh yeah. It was fucking insane. <laughs> it was so cool. I've always been kind of a fan of Rush, you know, but I I never like actually owned any records. I just kind of knew all the the big hits and the tunes and stuff. But then you watch some documentaries about Rush, and you really start getting into them. Man, they're fucking badass. See, I've never, I've never really been a huge fan of Rush or anything, but you know, I'm not a huge, huge fan. But there's such a respect level because those guys are so 
you guys are just such great musicians. When you get the time, go YouTube or whatever, whatever the future is going to send you to. Look up David Grohl's induction speech for, for Rush. Rush. Yeah. See, Neil Young inducted Tom Waits, and it was badass. Dave Grohl's was probably the best one of the night, and it was, it was funny, but it was, it was really good. That's cool. And then he played with a couple other guys, played like an instrumental Rush tune that was fucking badass, and then Neil Peart and Getty Lee and Alex Lyson all come on stage playing the song with them. Damn. Then they, the, David Grohl and the other guys leave the stage, Rush starts playing. Uh, fucking Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Like just the Neil Peart hits that drum yeah. beat at the beginning of Tom Sawyer. It was awesome, man. It was. I'm I'm a big fan of that kind of rock shit where people can pull it. They're a three piece band and they can right. pull that shit off like so well live. Yeah. It's really cool. And they they were like in the middle of a tour and they just worked it in to go do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So that you know they're on their game, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, a lot of those dudes, you know, probably hadn't been on stage in a while. Yeah. Right. It's pretty cool. That is cool. You guys should check that out whenever you get a chance. Man, Tom Sawyer is such a badass tune. Fuck yeah, it is. Man. It is a badass tune. And Getty Lee, I mean, all all of those guys are, are very talented at what they do, but Getty Lee is playing bass, singing, and keyboards. Man. Right. I think I got I kind of lost favor with him when they went to the synthesizer. You didn't like the synthesizer? No. Yeah. I I like it. It's not as cool as the early rock stuff, but it's cool. Well, you notice they don't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let's... Uh, take a pause for the cause? Yeah, or let's we take keep... a short little pause for the cause. All right. Let's... Uh, after a, a word from our sponsor. When you're sitting down to a heaping helping of tofu tacos... And you're looking for something to really spice it up. Reach for the Starfire Hot Sauce, made by heavy hands with plenty of homegrown habanero peppers. Starfire Hot Sauce. It's burn your asshole good. Starfire Hot Sauce, ladies and gentlemen. You we could you. We could not do this podcast without them. Yep. All right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We, we'd like to thank Starfire Hot Sauce. Just for everything that they've done for us. Mm. You know, burning up our assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm I'm working on more Starfire hot sauce. There's, I may begin to start selling it again. Yeah, you need to. You bring know it up to the merch table. You know it's the hot sauce the government doesn't want you to know about. That's right. That's how we're going to market it. Yeah, it's not FDA approved. Of course mm. not. There there are, there are possibly some conspiracy theories about. Why it didn't get FDA approved? Right, yeah, it's it's illegal hot sauce, but we are selling it uh, eventually in the future. Yeah, which is not right now. It's it's the future, future. Yeah, I also think it did. You could play the harmony in and the Les Paul. You just have a conflagration of instruments on here. Mm-mm. That guitar's fucked though. Oh, uh, it's fucked. Looks good though. Yeah. Well, fuck you then. Well, it would cost a lot of money to get the neck fixed. And I don't know. I may, I may do it. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you Matt Martindale gave me a guitar? No, what'd you get? It's a little classical, you know, cheap classical guitar, but it's pretty as hell. And, it, and I, well, I need to put strings on it. But it Full size? Good. Yeah. It even has a hard shell case. Sweet. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Sweet. I've, I've got a classical over there that needs, uh, 
needs a couple of strings, but uh, classical is great, man. It's always a good thing to have in your arsenal of guitars. I think so, too. It's a totally different sound. Exactly. And it's a different feel. If you get used to playing it, I know you're, you're getting into finger-picking right. the past couple of years. Classical guitar has, the, the string spacing is wider. It, right. So it's, that it was designed for finger-picking. It actually sounds like shit if you play a pick with it, you know? Right. So you really can, can kind of sharpen your finger-picking skills just from working on that. That's right. It's pretty cool. And it's, and it's, in, it's that different tone that, as a songwriter, it might even kind of change the yeah, kind of feel. Yeah, I've always wanted, you know, to, I, need, I need a banjo and I need a mandolin just so I can play, write some easy songs on that. Just like I've written songs on the piano. It's not like I'm a piano player, but I know enough shit. It's just to, a different kind of vibe. Right, yeah. Exactly, and it lends you to write different types of songs. Yeah. You know, what, really, what you need is a ukulele. The ukulele is there. There have been so many huge hits, great tunes written right. on ukuleles. Pa- Paul McCartney and I think most of the Beatles, George Harrison for sure, were were big ukulele players. Well, that's probably what I'm going to need. Tom Petty, you've seen the? It was it the George Harrison documentary? Yeah, it was George Harrison. <laughs> I don't think we have enough ukuleles. <laughs> Speaking of ukuleles, how about Kevin Russell from the Shiny Ribs? Oh man, that he can get around on one. That guy, yeah, Lordy, anything with strings on it, he can. He can yeah. really pick the shit out of it. Have you heard on their new Shiny Ribs new record? If you don't know me by now, he does a cover of that. Just, <laughs> no, but ju- I bet it's great. Just him, him and Brandy actually, him and Brandy singing it, and, and it's just him playing ukulele. Brand- you- so how do you? I gotta know how do you say Zidane? Br- is it Zidane? Zidane. So it's yes. spelled Z D A N. Yeah, and it's pronounced Zidane. Because I had heard Zon before. Yeah, like the Z wasn't it wasn't there. Right. But it's Zidane. It's Zidane. Okay. She is a great singer. She's sang a, a couple of. Tune, back up on a couple of tunes on your She's just record. a great fucking musician, man. She sure yeah. she also plays guitar and slide Lap, and all kinds of shit with yeah. the, the Trishes. Laps too. Right. And, and she's she, got her own songwriting. Exactly. She just came out with a record. She did. So it's out? Yeah, it's out. Have you heard it? I haven't. I need to. We need to get that. Yeah. We should play some of those tunes here on the podcast because she yeah. is so talented. She's, she's really unreal, good. man. I mean, if we ever start getting back into songs of the week or whatever, I mean, if, if we're doing any this week, you should try to find, if you don't know me by now, Kevin Russell doing it. Okay, yeah. Pretty sweet. Well, my, my internet's, internet's down, down yeah. right now. Well, shit. Fucking, uh, what's the name? I'm going to call him out right now. Charter. Charter. Commu- Dude, my internet keeps going in and out. Charter Communications will not provide me consistent internet. And I have got to say that this is bullshit. Yeah, it is. Because they're already charging me too much money for it. I'm going to write a letter. Strongly worded letter. I would, but, th- but the only way I have know how to get it to him is to email it to him because I live <laughs> in the future and the fucking internet doesn't work. Mm. And they're slowly getting rid of the post office. So that's about to go. Yeah. When, since when did the postmen not walk anymore? You know, well, they're about to get rid of uh, Saturday delivery, and they've closed down a lot of post offices in small towns and stuff. Well, I mean, all you get is just junk mail mostly and bills, <laughs> and now they just email you the but bills. But that's what keeps recycling businesses going, mm-hmm. is all the junk mail. That's true. 
and beer drinking. I think when Xbox came out, you've seen a decline in walking mailmen. <laughs> you think they're just, they're just sitting at home playing the, like the mailman Xbox game? I think so. There was a an old Paperboy game that I used to play. I vaguely I did remember too, that. Yeah. Paperboy. Yeah. Wasn't it, wasn't it just called Paperboy? Yeah. Yeah. It was a Nintendo game. Hey, wasn't it? you could plug that your harmonica into that little fender fender. I could and, and mic it. I I may I may I mean it's ba- the same basic idea. We were just talking earlier about building small amplifiers, and uh, it's basically the same idea. Right. Just building this is a little desktop mini twin. <laughs> the Fender mini twin is what they call. It. I doubt there's even two speakers in there. They're probably full of shit on that one. Yeah. yeah. I used to have one of those. It's you, pretty... Uh, the jam on the road amplifier. Yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> I find myself saying a lot, that a lot lately. It's it's just one of those things. Mm, yeah, one of those things. Where you, you really can't explain what's going on, or, just, or you don't want to, and you're just like, eh, it's just one of those things. Yeah, man. You ever find yourself saying that? Oh, yeah. It's just part of it. I I don't know. I guess it's... I guess it's just one of those things. Yeah. When are you going to learn how to play the fiddle? I've got a couple of fiddles around here. We've talked about some of them that I have over here. And I don't know. It's like that that uh, that that animal, that beast that I just can't tame. It's. I think it would be the hardest. It would take a lot of time. I need to get some lessons. I got I got banjo lessons from Austin Davis. Yeah. Uh, a while back, he he taught me. I've been kind of self-taught on the banjo, and he kind of showed me some things that I didn't know about. And so maybe I should take the fiddle to one of those guys who's a... Just that bow arm. Hell of a fiddle picker. And uh, Yeah, there's been... But the thing that always scares me, I guess it's just like guitars too, but I always, always scares me is there's a lot of shitty fiddle players that have been yeah. playing it forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I know some guys who could probably show me some things i just i i need to spend time to get a little bit more serious before i could go say hey show me some shit because right. otherwise it's like show me how to even make a noise <laughs> yeah. on this <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm still kind of at that point where like you said the bow yeah is, it's intonation and having a good bow and arm man you know see the the intonation i can figure out because yeah. i played the fretless bass and i play the mandolin so it's like putting those two things together right. but the bow is completely foreign to me. There's no pick, and I'm not finger picking. It's weird. I don't know how to to make the noise not sound shitty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and to get a good fiddle, a fiddle that sounds good, you have to spend like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I've got I've got some fiddles around here that at least I could learn on. You know, and yeah, I'm. I've always been a big proponent, and maybe it's because I don't have, I I don't spend a whole lot of money on instruments usually. Right. That I think if if you have an instrument that is halfway decent, you can learn how to play it and make it sound good. Right. And if you can do that, then whenever you get a really fine instrument, you can make it sound right, like the best instrument in the world. Right. You know, even if it's not the best instrument in the world, but it's. It comes down to your playing ability. So I, I, I think if if I can do it, I can do it on the, the fiddles that I have here that are that are. Yeah, right. I've always decent. said, you know, if if Mark Knopfler brought out a Squire, you know, a Fender Squire Strat, and plugged it into one 
one of his amps and started playing it, you wouldn't know the fucking. It difference. would sound like Mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. It'd be great. You get around on the mandolin, man. You get on that fiddle. It's double stop heaven. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, like like you say, the mandolin. I think a lot of those things would translate because it's the oh, same yeah. tuning. It's the same basic scale. But man, just getting that feel, man. Is, yeah. I I don't know. I I, I feel more like Jimmy Page. Than Vassar Clemens whenever I have a bow in my hand, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just repetition. Yeah. One of these days, I'll get it down. And that's 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 kind of the, the mountaintop, I think. If I can figure out the fiddle, then I've got the stringed instrument world down. Yeah, Cause, right. Because right now, I've been really focusing on the fretted instrument world. And it all is pretty similar aside from kind of figuring out the different tunings and shit, mm-hmm. but that whole fretless bowed world is insane. I, I respect the shit out of those people who can do that. You yeah. Know, it takes, takes a lot of work to get there. Yeah. Have you ever tried to play the fiddle? Oh, I've yeah. tried and it didn't work at all. I used to mess around with it quite a bit. You, you played with Vaster Clemens, right? Or you got to jam with him? I jammed with him one time. In a basement in Nashville in a house. And uh And could he really pick the fiddle like that? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I I'll tell you what I ended up doing. I ended up filming it. And it's cause I was way out of my league. Do you still have that tape? Ricky Morton has it. The uh, the fiddle player back home in You Tulsa. should get a hold of that if you can, because I'd I'd love yeah, to Yeah, man, it. I will. It's uh it's awesome, but I was way out of my league. I'm a big fan. Vassar Clemens played with all kinds of people. Yeah, but that was like you name it in in the bluegrass world. He he played. Yeah. But one of my favorite band. One of my favorites. Yeah, I got a picture of him on the wall over there somewhere. One of my favorites is "Olden in the Way" that Jerry yeah. Garcia played banjo for, and uh, you know a bunch of other great motherfuckers played on that too. Yeah, but Vassar Clemens was was kind of the old timer that came in. Yeah, and too bad Vassar's not with us anymore. That's horrible, but man, that was back in like 99, I think, 98. Boy, I'd love to do it now. It'd be fun. Yeah. You you got to pick with some other cool dudes, too. Who else did you get to play with? Oh, man. I don't know. I remember watching a lot of people, like being backstage at the Grand Ole Opry and being in one of those dressing rooms with Ricky Skaggs and Vince Gill, and they were playing mandolin. I mean, you can pick up a lot standing there watching that shit. Yeah. Vince Gill is playing mandolin, too? Yeah. They were both playing mandolin, man. Ricky Skaggs can pick the shit out of that mandolin, man. He, I, I love him. He's great. Oh, yeah. That was back when I was traveling with that band Ricochet. Okay. I went on the road with him a couple times. What, what was the big hit that Ricochet had? Daddy's Money. He's got Daddy. daddy's money. Yeah. Daddy's something. Look who's looking at me. Mama's good looks. Yeah. I remember that too. Dynamite Kisser, Great Bass Fisher. Yeah, so... Dynamite Kisser, (laughs) Great Bass Fisher. (laughs) But I mean, I I haven't ever heard that song. That's just how I would assume that it would go. (laughs) It's not it. It's nothing like that, but... (laughs) But you went on the road with those guys. Yeah, my buddy drove their bus. So you get to hang out with what? And so that yeah. was you said ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when it was. But was that that, before, that was, song was number one at the so time. So you were a firefighter at that time. Though. Yeah. So I was going to Nashville a lot when I was off. I'd take vacation days a lot and go to Nashville and just hang out. So how did you meet up with those guys? My buddy got 
my buddy got to hanging out with the lead singer and then they became friends and then all of a sudden my buddy was driving their bus and so he was he a buddy from tulsa like yeah. just a guy you, you that you just knew and he just that's pretty cool it just kind of got the gig. Yeah, crazy thing was is he came out from california he was a fireman and when that oklahoma city bombing happened he came out to help volunteer and he loved it he loved it so much he just ended up staying so do you think that that's maybe what led you to because that's around the time you started like really playing guitar right yeah. Do you think that's what led you to where you are today? Is from Oh, definitely. But I had no idea back then I'd be doing this for a living. Yeah. Because I had a job. Right. And you probably thought it'd be a lot cooler, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just knew I wanted to... I, I just knew because, you know, those guys were great musicians. And they played really, really well. And, I, you know, I was playing guitar. I'd been playing guitar for a while at that point. And I just... It was such an impact on me how great they were. But okay, sitting so, in a hotel room together and just playing acoustic instruments. I thought, man, I want to do that. So here's the crazy thing about this business: how long those guys had like a number one hit, pretty much. Right? Yeah, that pretty that close. song was number one. So how long were they on top and like doing really well? Not long. They lost their deal, if, yeah. I, if I remember correctly. And where are they at now? They're still playing. They are. Yeah, they're still playing. Uh, well, it's not the it's not the original members, but I think a couple of them are the same. Like the the lead singer Heath Wright. That's what's really fucking wild about yeah. this business is you He's can, from, you can yeah. be on top and down at the bottom in yeah. no time. You know? Well, I knew Heath, and I can't remember the bass player's name, but they were both from Vian, Oklahoma. So, and, and they're still together, I know, I, I believe, and I don't know about the rest of the band. I know they've... You, you still talk to any of those guys? No, man, I haven't talked to them since probably back then. Yeah. I seen them one time at the Tulsa Indoor, the Indoor Fun Fair. They played and I went down there, and that's the last time I talked to him. God dang, that was a long time ago. That's pretty cool, though, man. Yeah, man. You get to brown that stuff, and you see that kind of level of musicianship, and you're like, Jesus Christ, I want to do that. Yeah. And, and it looks so easy, and then, then you realize, yeah, oh, there's, there's a lot. It is easy, but there's a lot of work involved. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what Jesus years, Christ. What year is this? 2013? Yeah. 98? That's a oh, rumor. Yeah. It's taking a long Allegedly. time, man. I'm still not there. Me neither, man. Well, that's good. I mean, if you if you thought you were, you probably wouldn't be. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty far out. That's man. living in the future. I know it is. The future is a crazy place, man. Yeah. It's not what it used to be. <laughs> Some things will never change. No. Nothing changes. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Nazis. What, do one of you guys have internet? Can you see if... Uh, Kevin Russell's song is on there. Oh yeah, Kevin Russell. Wait, what? What song? Shiny ribs. Oh, uh, we was just talking about it. Um, what's the name of the tune? If you don't know me, I'm looking it up here. You're a lot quicker than I am. Except I'm hooked up to your internet. I should probably turn my Bluetooth off, huh? Oh, I might beat you. That's what I meant, Wi-Fi off. Because I'm not getting anything. I got it. But I'd like to listen to that song and do that if we could. Do you have it? Yeah, but I don't I don't see it on here anywhere yet. That's wacky yo. You know, a while ago my mine wouldn't oh here we go, I got it. On YouTube. Is it a video or is it the studio? It's a video. I don't know. There's one here where he's just playing his ukulele. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it's probably shit. It's probably just some fan. Back backroom bootleg sessions. Let's let's listen to that real quick. Gibson. Is at the beginning. Oh, it looks pretty pro. All right, let's let's plug that shit in. Yeah. Uh, how do you hit pause? So this is uh, we're gonna see how this goes. This may be shitty, but it looks like it may be cool. It's Kevin Russell, or is it the whole band? I guess I don't. Shiny know. ribs. Yeah. With Brandy's on. Right. Sedan. Shit. Zidane, <laughs> we just talked about that. They're playing If You Don't Know Me By Now, live uh, somewhere. Somewhere out there. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere deep below the earth. Right, in the future. Yeah. I hear something. So this is going to be, be be the track. This is it. It's happening. Be the ball. Yeah. You guys, this is from Gibson, Austin. It's like the showroom? Yeah.
go home and think about that Shit. a while, man. Yeah, Jesus. dude. Yeah. The whole, his whole new record is just fucking amazing, man. We're going to leave you guys with that because yeah. that was fucking amazing. That was incredible. Yeah. yeah. I follow that. And it fits in well with the conversation we were just having about how you need to have a ukulele. Exactly. Because that was incredible. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, you know. Yeah. As a... Uh, as, um, Guy Terrifica would say, "What would he fuck say? you very much? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> right on." For producer James the Robot, technical engineer Nikola Tesla, and your host Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us. Thank you.